What's good everyone? Welcome back to My First Kicks. This is episode 157 and this week I welcome Dave Vaughn to the podcast. Now, if you aren't familiar with Dave Vaughn, he's one half of Loose Laces podcast. And if you follow him on Twitter, which I'm pretty sure some of you do, he goes by God of Frames on there. And I mean... He's most recently known for wearing those Fear of God clothing and being retweeted like crazy. He has some pretty interesting takes. Uh, What's really dope about his Twitter is that he's willing to conversate with people and have conversations about everything that he's into. And so it was easily a pivot to have him on this podcast so we can talk about how he became so you know opinionated and conversation forward it's a really good conversation and i hope you all are looking forward to it because i was looking forward to it before we jumped into it i feel like we really get a sense of who and what i love about this game Especially if you combine this with last week's episode with Fresh Daily, you get a little bit of just the the uniqueness of being part of this game. And then with this this episode, you get the conversations that we normally have in face to face, like face to face. But because of the internet, we've brought this onto Twitter, and before that, the forums, and. A lot of that, I mean, now I think we're it's starting to pivot onto TikTok too, where we're having opinions and sharing what brought us into this game and what we've learned about this game. And so I'm hoping you guys all will learn something from this episode as well. I, as I mentioned last week, I am working on something. It's going to be YouTube-based. I will announce it once I'm finished. Um... You can also text me if you have my number and ask me what it is. I will tell you because I am that excited about it. But it is in the works. It is going to come out, I want to say, in the next two weeks. I am diligently working on this and telling everyone about this idea. So I'm very excited to put it out. But on to where you can find Davon. You can find him on all social medias as god of frames that's g-a-w-d-o-f-f-r-a-m-e check out the loose laces podcast check out in search of his which is his retail store he does a really cool varsity that i am a big fan of even trinidad james wore it on an episode of i think it was full size run yeah it had to be yeah because he doesn't do anything else besides full size run on there um, and then you know where to find me. I am who is Haas on all social medias. Follow the podcast at My First Kicks Pod. Follow the podcast on TikTok at My First Kicks. I'm starting to put stuff back up on there. I thought I wasn't going to, but then I got a new phone and I have more space. So I'm back on there. And then if you're watching this or if you're listening to this and want to watch this, go to YouTube, subscribe to My First Kicks on YouTube, hit that thumbs up leave a comment please please i need to see some more engagement in these episodes i will respond to every comment even if you say great episode i'll be like thank you so please do that and if you want to go back and leave comments on other episodes do that too also leave a review It'd be very very helpful 
If you're listening to this on Spotify, hit that hit that five stars. If you're listening to this on Apple, hit that five stars and then leave a review also. It will help the podcast move up and, of course, get better guests. And if you would love to be a guest or want to tell your My First Kick story, hit me up at MyFirstKicksPod at gmail.com. The lines are open. The lines are open. And on to this week's episode with Davon. Hey, Davon, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. Nah, man. I mean, look, like I said, like I've been saying, I said, you're about to hear this for the third time in a row. I got to get you on before you get canceled. So, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying so hard not to because I say a lot of really mean shit, but it's tailored where it's like, that's insulting, but not horrific. So hopefully it doesn't happen again, but. I don't know. Sometimes I'd be flying off the handle. Nah, I mean, look, you, I, I think, look, I'm, I, I'll straight up say it, I always, and I told Kari this, I think it was on his episode or or it was on somebody else's episode, but I think we need to bring gatekeeping back. So, so you can be the, you can be the, 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 the liaison back into what we were before, you know? Oh, nigga, I'm a hater. I'm a yeah. big hater. So I'm happy to tell niggas, you are not welcome here. Go <laughs> elsewhere. Like, man, don't get me started. It's way too many hand-holding and people being okay with, oh, we, you're welcome. No, nigga, fuck. No, 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 no. There's <laughs> a lot of people that need to be excluded. And that's why I said we need to name and shame and get these weird people to fuck up out of here. I'm sorry to be cussing all up on your show, but no. You nah. Oh, okay. I forgot to ask you that. But yeah, no, no, no. We, we need to get people to fuck up out of here. It's it's too inclusionary with weirdos mm-hmm. and sick niggas and people cosplaying like they actually like sneakers before they became profitable. So, nah, I'm happy. Nah, yeah. I mean, look, you're not on TikTok. I'm pretty sure you're not on TikTok because I think if you if you were on TikTok, you'd be like, oh, we need to pack up at least 90% of everybody on here. <laughs> Funny and like I was talking like before we started, we were talking yeah. about I don't listen to shit. I don't look at shit on TikTok. Yeah. All I do is I post my shoes, I post my glasses, mm-hmm. I close the app. There is nothing on TikTok for me. I could not imagine a housecape that it is. Twitter and Instagram is bad enough. <laughs> it is. It is. It's, I, being all everything. I mean, I, it's interesting because you're coming. At, at, and you could jump into your your plugs after this, but like it's interesting because I'm coming from this realm of like, yo, I made this podcast. Now I got to get it in front of everybody. So now I got to be on everything, you know. And you know, I don't think you guys do that same thing no. in terms of just like, you know, I I feel like uh, you guys just like, you know, you put it out and then you're like, yo, it's out, and then that's it. <laughs> it's weird because it's like. As good as I am at promoting, I don't do traditional promoting. Mm-hmm. I I look at it like this. You make the dope shit, the people will come to it. I'm not I'm not working hard for it. Mm-hmm. And then my promotion is just naturally me being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And people somehow like it. And I'm just like, y'all niggas is weird, but it gets me paid. Um, it's so funny because you say do a plug and it's just like, I never do plugs. Yeah. But... I mean, we talked about, we talked about, I was like, yo, I can't find your name everywhere. I was so confused if I should, if like, if I'm saying your name right. And then I was like, I was like, your name's Dave on, right? <laughs> You're like, yeah. I, no, like, I, I have so many names. Like, that's how I gauge how well a person knows me. Mm-hmm. 
You got my name, then my nickname, then my other nickname, then another nickname, then another nickname, and it's all based on different eras of my life. Mm-hmm. So it was weird. But all right, if I had to be professional and do a plug, yeah. hi, I'm Davon. I'm one half of the Loose Laces podcast. Dare I say the most dangerous podcast in sneakers, aka we just talk a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I also sell vintage sunglasses and shoes on my website, insertyourshop.com. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just a fucking nightmare on Twitter. If I'm not posting something I like, I'm talking shit to somebody at God, G A W of Frames. If that's my name. Yeah, that, that is my Twitter. Yeah, I don't know. I got banned so many times. I forgot the damn name. So, yeah. That, that is, it's, you're, for people who aren't familiar, like you are a great follow, in my opinion, because you. you think so? Yeah, of course. I mean, we go back and forth all the time, but I think it's, but this is why I'm saying you are a great follower is because you speak your mind, but you also let people speak. Like if they disagree with you, you have a back and forth with them. So it's like reminiscent of like back in the day forum stuff where you would be like, oh, I don't, you posted something. Oh, I don't like it. And then you'd be like, why? And instead of you being like, oh, you wrong for not liking it. Everybody else like it. You got to like it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny you say that because that's that's where I grew up. That was my battleground. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, fuck the forms. I've been arguing my whole life. Like, because <laughs> somebody called me a keyboard warrior. Quan called me a keyboard warrior. Shout out Quan. We cool now. Mm-hmm. But it's like this is me in real life. I don't like shit, and I'll tell you in detail why I don't like it or how you can improve it. And the same, like nigga, you think my fit's trash? I'm not offended. What about it could be better? Is yeah. it fit? Is it that I'm too fat for this? What like I, I I actually grow so much from criticism. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate when a nigga can tell me, like, yo, I don't like that. Why? Versus niggas just being wrong. That's when niggas get put on the summer jam screen. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you ugly. <laughs> All right, nigga. Let's play. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the the marvel of it. Cause when you do get people that be like, ah, right, you ugly, and then you be like, you be like, all right, but you look like this, and you just start roasting, dude. I'm like, ah, here we go. This is this is this is what I was waiting for. <laughs> I, the wildest part about it is like, I don't be fucking with people. No, no, I'm not gonna say that. I don't be looking for people all the time. Like mm-hmm. a majority of the day, I'm in the house. I'm a like I'm a stay at home dad entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I'm in the house cleaning. Me and my wife in here talking about some bullshit, and then my phone, bing. Nigga, you need you know damn well you don't fit a medium. Come on, slime. All right, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you live. You fat and you ugly. Fat. All right. And then I do a you know a little investigation. I find a picture of a nigga for herpes on his lip, and it's like you talking. <laughs> it's like niggas really get bold. Like I'm not gonna sit up here and act like oh nigga you see me in real life I'm gonna punch you in the face. Yeah. But I will assault your ass. Yeah. Like I really do this. I really shit talk. I come from a long line of big shit talkers. Now my family will fuck you up. I ain't gonna fight you. I got too much nice shit on. This is true. All right, all right, man. So you're here to answer the question that I ask everybody each week, and that question is, what's your first kicks? What's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely needed to have? So, okay. I lied to you earlier. as It's a twofold. Okay. The very first pair of shoes I remember that really had me in a chokehold. Mm-hmm was the Jordan 3. Wait, which one? The Black Cement. Okay. It's the early 90s, and I just remember seeing, like, the Mars Blackman prints. 
And some of the commercials, and I know they came out in what, 88? I was born in 89, but somehow I would see that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it introduced me. I hate Spike Lee, but I love Spike Lee. <laughs> I saw them shits, and I'm like, I need those. Yeah. I was too young to really know what the fuck they were. They weren't available, so they, they sat to the side. But white and black cements will always have a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. But as I grew up, I was a little dirty nigga. I really didn't care about shoes. It was just like, mm-hmm. my mother bought me some shoes. Uh. Then late middle school, mm-hmm. early high school, I really started getting into shoes. Cleaned myself up, started getting dates. And I was buying dunks. Like, this is when Dunks had their first renaissance. And I learned about SBs from reading the blogs. Mm-hmm. And around this time, it was the Unlucky 13. Ooh, okay. And I was a spoiled kid, so I burst into my mother's room. Mommy, mommy, I need these. I need these shoes. Like, my birthday's on Halloween. So anything uh-huh. Halloween-y, I, I'm already with. So I'm like, it's... It's a it's all unlucky. They're black, red with yellow stitching. It's a Halloween shoe. Ma, please, please, I need them. Uh-huh. So, me being a resourceful little nigga I am, I go on NikeSB.com. I find a local shop. And I I get my mother. She gets up. She's like, all right, we're going to go to the shop. We don't call nothing. I know nothing about SBs. I'm just like, the shoe's going to be there. We get to the shop. I'm an eight and a half at the time. Mm-hmm. Shop was like, look. We got a seven and an eight. I'm, my, I need the eight. She's like, all yeah. right, try one. Because I know you're eight and a half. I put my foot in and my feet are screaming. <laughs> screaming. Yeah. I curled my toes up like, wow, they fit perfect. Yeah, these skateboard <laughs> shoes are a little loose. Oh my I God. wore them to the school. You couldn't tell me a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you regular niggas, y'all got the dunks from out of downtown locker room. What is that, nigga? You see this 13 stitch on the side? Look at this. My box is silver, you regular ass niggas. Y'all can't compare to me. Whole time my fucking foot is. <laughs> but you couldn't tell me shit. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was that really started the sickness. After that, it was just SB after SB collab, special edition, everything. But those unlucky 13s was just. Put them shits directly into my veins. All right, all right. For the listeners, if you aren't familiar with the the lucky unlucky thirteens, uh, the release of the uh, the Dunk High Pro SB Unlucky in two, in July of two thousand four coincided with a an a, accompanying lucky colorway representing the two sides of fortune. The unlucky modeled sports in all black upper, built with a combination of suede and leather with contrast yellow stitching, breaking up the monochromatic monochromatic uh, finish the shoe lives up to its name with an embroidered 13 on the lateral forefoot and i think isn't there only like 666 pairs or something like that it was like a weird number right i think it was limited to a thousand i had no idea they were limited until i looked them up like last year i was like that's Uh crazy yeah it's like see that's what what is dope about forums or like back in the day about that stuff super old head shit right here is that you always got those like weird stories right with the sneakers and now you don't really get that now it's like the the brand is telling you like yo this is this and and this is that and now and i but i remember just being on the forums and people being like yo there's only 777 pairs of those lucky the lucky yeah the lucky sevens Dog, them lucky sevens just to keep me up at night. Because my mother was not paying resale. I couldn't I couldn't get those. 
I mean, but I had so much weird shit back in the day. Just because mm-hmm. this is when um, long distance still existed for house phones. Yeah. Luckily, my mother worked at the phone company, so we were one of the first people in Baltimore to get unlimited across the country. Mm-hmm. So I used to call every skate shop throughout the country to get my SBs. Like I used to go ape shit. Because you talk about forms, I'm on ISS. Yeah, I'm on NSB.org. NSB.org is where I was at. Man, shout out NSBA.org. I didn't buy or do much on it, but the mm-hmm. information they gave. Yeah, they had everything, bro. How to legit check? And that's where I learned how to legit check. Just off of that, off of that forums, bro. And that was a legit community because they would do meetups and stuff. Like, yeah, it was dope. Now NSB.org was awesome. ISS used to make me want to like. I don't got no head, but I want to pull that shit out because, <laughs> nigga, the, the war stories I have about them. Well, I mean, so, I mean, your mom worked at Bell Atlantic. Now I'm just That was the first phone company that came to my head. And I was like, Bell Atlantic. I was just thinking Bell Atlantic all, all the way. <laughs> Man, it might as well have been just. Yo, shout out to my moms. Yeah. Her and her good ass job gave me access to internet. We had broadband, phone, everything. So I had a big advantage over niggas. Mm-hmm. Like it used to be a running joke that like I hit everything. I, I did. But it's like, nigga, you had shitty internet. I'm just up there <laughs> flying through releases while the sites crash. Yeah. That's crazy. The I mean, so you started you said you, you grew up in, in Baltimore, right? Yeah. So like, what was? Because I mean, that's the mecca of Air Force Ones, and like you, you talking about you know copping SBs as your first that you sneak that you have to have. So like, what was the difference? Like everybody's rocking Air Force Ones, and you pulling up and being like, "Yo, my man, you gotta check this." I mean, it was so. I'm an asshole, mm-hmm. and there was a hierarchy. There was regular niggas and jiggy niggas, okay. and I was a jiggy nigga. What's so regular niggas right? just had like you said jitty. I was like, what is jitty? Nah, <laughs> jiggy. I've I've always said jiggy. <laughs> Sorry, but you had a lot of regular niggas that was just out there with Air Forces, some Bo Jacksons, just regular shit. And not the shit on GRs, mm-hmm. but niggas wasn't really out here doing anything special. Now, of course. Everyone was wearing Jordans. Yeah. So when a new Jordan dropped, you know, niggas going crazy for 11s, DMP pack, all that bullshit. I've never particularly cared about most Jordans. The only Jordans I really care about are 1s, 3s, and 4s. And I'm like, I'm different. You know, I, everybody was trying to be different back in the day. So I latched on to dunks. And honestly, I didn't pay attention to most people's shit because... I hate my older brother, mm-hmm. but I stole a lot of my style from him, my mother, and my father. Mm-hmm. And he put me on so many shoes. So I got Air Max 95s, Air Max 1s, Asics. Uh, he even put me on a Ciccone. So I was always looking for something different, mm-hmm. but I still love a good pair of Air Force. You know, yeah. white on white for gum bottom, regular white on whites, or special editions. Like I had the. It's not Mark Echo. I forgot his name. It was Mark something. The laser edition Air Force once where it was all the upper was one all all mm-hmm. one piece of leather. Yeah, yeah. Like I killed niggas when I what came. What was back. it again? Let me look it up. Uh I think I that was 05 or 06. That's not the UNOs, right? Nah. <laughs> Man, I had 
I had a chance to get UNOs for 500 DS, but my mother was like, I'm not letting you spend 500 on a pair of shoes. That's crazy, dude. Uh, Mark something. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Hold on. Laser Air Mark Force. Smith. Mark Smith. Mark Smith. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mark Smith Air Force One. It was the brown pair with the cream midsole and brown outsole, if I remember, because it was a tan pair that I wanted, but I had a bread for that. I mean, yeah, the tan pair. The tan pair is numbered. Each of them are numbered. Yeah, I think, the, I think the brown pair is number two. Is it? I mean, I, these are going for crazy bread now. Man, Autumn Force is going for big bread. <laughs> so much shit I should have scooped, but I'm like, I'll get it later. I mean, it's hindsight's always twenty twenty, especially now after you you just like your career of collecting, you know. It, it's always just like, oh, I, I should have cop, I could have cop, because I remember, I remember being like, oh, I passed up on a couple pairs of send helps, and being like, man, if I if I actually if I actually did the two hundred, I would actually be good to have them still now. And I'm like, ah. I mean, but it was cr- it was crazy back then because you think yeah. about prices and it's like, nah, this price is obscene, mm-hmm. and it's like three hundred for shooters now, seven thousand or more. Because I remember, like. I actually ate a lot off of ISS because I remember I got what are those? The Atmos Animal Air Max ninety one. I mean Air Max ones. Air Max ones. Ooh, with the cheetah on them joints. Oh yeah, I got them kits for two hundred from a nigga who was having legal issues. (laughs) So I got I ate off of there. Riff LA. I spent no less than ten k with them. They used to let me cook. But the real, the real good spot was Napsize in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like niggas was sleeping on Napsize since they had U.S. shipping. Like I got Putty Pro Bs for seventy nine dollars before what? shipping. DS in box. What? I beat them shits for ten years, and I sold them to a nigga for three hundred, and I realized I undersold them. You definitely did. You definitely did. I mean, they were look. I don't, I don't, because like I talked about it on here, but I have a, I had a pair of Joe Strummers that I like, I, bro, I was working at a candy store and I, I would, I would have to like deal with ice cream and stuff. Uh-huh. And so I beat them to the ground. I used to go to shows in them. They were cooked. I'm talking about like cooked, cooked, right? And um, they, they were so cooked that like, because I was, I was dealing with ice cream and stuff, the ice cream would go on the shoe. And the shoes just smell terrible. So I like did like a quick wipe down, and I put them on eBay, right? I put them on eBay. I sold them for like three hundred dollars, bro. I was like, okay, <laughs> like, and the dude, and the dude cleaned them up and sent me a picture back, and I was just like, I mean, look, not they they've shit, seen everything, bro. <laughs> shit, people can do because funny enough, a similar story. That's how I actually got into reselling because mm-hmm. I don't like. <clears throat> I don't like throwing shit away. Like, I don't like throwing shoes away. That's why I give away my son's shoes. Mm-hmm. Just to show him, like, it's better to give it on to the next person. Mm-hmm. And I was about to donate my Unlucky 13s, and I had Tweed Highs. That was my second pair of SBs. Mm-hmm. I was going to donate them to the Goodwill, but somebody's like, yo, you can sell them shits. And I mean, these are cooked. I do not baby my shoes. I'm wearing Tweeds to run through the snow, like, shovel shit, kicking around, fucking around with my friends. I'm in like 10th grade, fucking these shoes up. Yeah. And I put them on ISS 
I think I put him at like 120. I'm like, the mm-hmm. shoe is dead. Nobody's going to pay that much. And niggas just started fighting. I'm getting DM after DM after DM. One guy, 130, 140, 150, 160. No, 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 no. Next thing I know, I got $300 in my PayPal account. I'm just like, for some dead ass shoes? Y'all niggas, wow. Thank you for the money. So, so that sparked the reselling that you like. That's like now that's how you got into the habit of reselling sneakers, or like what is it? I mean, what is it that, that made you cross that threshold to be like, right, I'm reselling sneakers more? Um, it's twofold. One, I have, my mother had money, but that don't mean I had money. Yeah. So I have an addictive personality. So I've always said if I'm going to get into something, I need to figure out how to make it work for me. Mm-hmm. And two, I've been wailing and dealing. Like some of my earliest memories is cutting deals with niggas. Mm-hmm. So if you let me, I'm going to talk to you. It's like, nah, 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 nah. next thing I know, like people tell me all the time, I'm dangerous for their wallets. Mm-hmm. I'm a natural born salesman. I, I'm also people tell me the same thing too. So at least we got something out of common. Exactly. <laughs> like so, I go with. I don't know if you, you do this, but I'll go shopping with my friends, and I'll make them buy stuff while I'm literally walking out with nothing after like store after store after store. Like until I see like a sale that I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'm down. But everybody else is like six bags in because I'm over here like, yo, you look dope in this. Like, <laughs> so I don't do that as much like in store. Mm-hmm. But I'll show somebody something, they'll get interested in it, and then I'll like I'll introduce them to this world. Like I, I always say I'm a friendly crack dealer. Mm-hmm. You know, people see my glasses, I like these glasses. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna say you no glasses. No, no, no. All right, here. Like I used to give away glasses, just here's a free sample. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, I remember I hooked this girl up on a form. I gave her a pair of glasses, and she hit me. She's like, yo, I just spent a thousand dollars on a pair of gazelles. Like, nigga, what the fuck? I like that. Keep going. Or I'm always finding something interesting. So I'll post a pair of shoes, a jersey, a sh- like a hat, mm-hmm. shirt, something. Yo, what's the link? Boom. So I'm just sending niggas link left and right. Yo, you- I eat lunch today because I bought this fucking shirt. I'm sorry, nigga. I have exquisite taste. <laughs> that That's that influence, bro. That's that influence in the, the, the influence on the, on the regular common folk. that's the way to put it i just i don't know i'm naturally attracted to dope shit and i feel i feel inspired to share it Mm -hmm. i guess you could say it's influence it's just i call it mental illness (laughs) i mean i'm always looking for the next like dope thing so whenever i think it's dope i always share it out so that's all i'm also in the same like but it's it's because i think it's more of just like we're so used to creating community that way because when we were on forums we'd be like yo check this out this was dope you know, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I mean, but that's. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You that was all you. That's what I miss. That's what I try to treat treat Twitter like. I want to co- co- create a sense of community mm-hmm. where it's just like, look, nigga, we should share gatekeep information that's important. Like, I'm not going to tell you where I get my shit until after I buy it. But you should definitely help other people. I never like when niggas sit up there and try to flex information mm-hmm. like i'm not saying that information should be freely shared but nigga everybody got the same goddamn information at this point yeah share that shit get people to the things that they want make them happy mm-hmm. you know i'll gladly share a link to something that somebody wants hey here's a dm go ahead go buy it yeah i'd rather you be happy than me sitting up here like huh, you ain't up on this nigga <laughs> nah, 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 nah. i mean look 
we can still do that part. I think there's still some fun in that. Like, not like when, when it's to your peoples and then you'd be like, yeah. I right, like, you know, you got it on already. And you'd be like, you know, I mean, I ain't going to let you know. And then you wait. You wait a little bit, and be like, "Ah, right, yo, here, 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 I got I mean, you." You gotta, you gotta <laughs> fill your bag first yeah. before you start letting niggas in. Because I, I used to gatekeep all the oh, yeah. jobs. I was, I was, I was telling, because uh, my previous guest, Fresh Daily, I was telling him, I was just like, we come from a different like lane of like we weren't sharing stuff with people we like in order to get into sneakers it was like you want the lines to be lesser on the on the on the on your local skate shop you wanted the lines to be lesser at your spots so that you can get in and then and then it was like oh i got it you're not able to get it and i think we had the onus of like that's what made us like that's what was dope oh he got those i wasn't able to cop i don't know where to get them and then you'd be like oh yeah Oh, nigga, I'm all about exclusivity. Yeah. Like, I already got it planned in my head. If I ever get a shoe, I'm just straight up telling people, this shit is limited, it's numbered, and if you get it, you're the best of the best. Everyone else, fuck you. You didn't deserve it. <laughs> but I, I I feel you because there was a shop. We had one good shop in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. It was called Shop Gente. And that was like the litmus test for who's actually a jiggy nigga and who's not. Because mm-hmm. like I come in with some shit like... Uh, I got some Mac Daddy shit from Japan. Mm-hmm. If a nigga knew what Mac Daddy was, we had the same mindset. Mm-hmm. A nigga like Gente, Gente. Everybody else in class has no idea what the fuck we're talking about, but niggas say Gente, you're in a secret society. <laughs> Regular niggas, we don't want you here. You you don't need to be here because you won't make it look dirty. Mm-hmm. Especially when they got the Yeezys, that lineup, only lineup I've ever done in my life. That shit was easy. I'm first out there. Maybe ten people showed up. It's like, yeah, I I like it as a secret society. Websites, you know, if you cool, yeah, the yeah. good websites. <laughs> Other shit, like, oh, I just saw this on some random boutique. I'm never gonna visit. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Give them some business. <laughs> I mean, that's that. Yeah, that you got to keep these. We got to keep these boutiques open. So straight up, share those links. But nah, some of these boutiques will <laughs> die. Fuck Atmos. I'm saying that on the record. <laughs> well. I was only in there one time. The dude was cool with me, but it, the one that I went to is closed now, so it don't really matter now. <laughs> uh, fuck Atmos. Atmos Japan sucks because I never hit over there. And Atmos Philly, Baltimore, the one that used to I mean not Baltimore, DC, uh, the ones that used to be Ubique. Fuck all of them. I did hit my Tiffany's from them, but fuck them niggas. They run that shit so poorly. Like, they're going out of business sales. Somebody DM me was like, yo, I'm standing outside. And niggas are just straight up letting resellers stay in there for an hour before they let the general public in. May they rest in piss. (laughs) And, I mean, look, I hate that. If if you're doing that, then for sure you need to go. You You need to pack it up and go back to Japan with that. Because there's no way. I Like, whenever, when... When stores do that and they just let the resellers just chill up in there and and, and rock it out, be like, nah, man, you got to go. I mean, I'm not even mad at it. Get your bread. Like, I've always told people, get it how you live, but at least have some class about it. Yeah, integrity. All right. So I'm jumping in again to talk about Magic Mind. If you were listening to last week's episode, you heard how I changed my mornings with Magic Mind. So... You know, I'm back to talk to talk to you all about Magic Mind and how it helps me every morning with their magical shots. And that's mainly because 
you know every cup of coffee hits me like a cup of espresso. And I get all that jitteriness. And recently, I've been taking Magic Mind instead of drinking coffee because it helps me and they do wonders. I don't get that jitteriness that I was just previously talking about from a cup of coffee with a shot of Magic Mind. Also, I don't have to force myself to sip a cup of coffee throughout the day and risk staying up all night, which has happened to me countless of times. Magic Mind has helped me with my morning routine and also focus on creating content after a long day at work because I'm not tired. I don't get those four o'clock drowsies, as I like to call them. It's even helping me while recording this podcast that you're watching right now. So shout out to those nootropics in every shot. Even though I have a low caffeine tolerance, if you are the opposite of me and you love a cup of joe, guess what? Magic Mind actually helps your body hold on to the caffeine from that cup of coffee you just drank. Also, Magic Mind is made of natural ingredients like matcha, which helps you and gives you that boost that you need. Ashwagandha, which helps relieve stress and anxiety. And of course, you know about cordyceps mushrooms that help your immune system. So if you're interested in joining me and boosting your mornings, visit magicmind.com slash jankickpod and use the code kickpod20. And by using it this month, you get one month free with a three-month subscription, which means you get an extra 20% off, but, what, but it actually gets you 75% off your whole entire order. But that only lasts until the end of January, so you better jump on this now. And listen, I've been telling people about Magic Mind even before they became my everyday thing because I was very excited from previous podcasts like Joe Rogan and uh, Brian Callen's podcast. But now they're helping me out every morning. So don't forget to visit magicmind.com slash jankickpod and use that code kickpod20 for one month free off of three months today. Yeah, I mean, not even integrity. Just have some fucking finesse. They, like, reselling, flipping, all the shit is a full contact sport. Yeah. If you let me, I'll take everything and leave you bones. Mm-hmm. But at least do it with some class. Like, I'm not going to announce something. Like, uh, when I do my free giveaways, I had a DSP of white cement threes. Mm-hmm. I forgot to return them to Nike. So I'm just like, I'm going to just give them to the parent. A nigga saw that and he was like, yo, can I cop those? I'll pay you for them. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking announce the shoes and then list them as like out of stock before the fucking charity drop. Yeah, exactly. No, that, that's not cool. Now, I had the nigga, had I tweeted about it, and I was like, I'm thinking about giving these away, and he paid me for them. That's a, that's a different ball game. Mm-hmm. But to have resellers in the store doing all this shit, like, nigga, we can literally see you got niggas in here. Like, do that shit off hours. Let them come in the morning before. Not... Why you got niggas lined up? Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. That you gotta have integrity. That's integrity. Like if you're gonna do the fleecing, at least do the fleecing on the low. Like don't let us see the fleecing happen, and then you know, then you'd be like, yo, this is what we got left, right? 
Yeah, I mean that's why I I, I didn't feel bad. I don't feel bad for any of the boutiques closing because mm-hmm. a majority of the boutiques that are closing don't take care of their customers. They don't ship on time. They have like I normally don't care about shipping, but when you charge me thirty dollars for ground, like come the fuck on, dog. Nah, like yeah. I see why you do it doing like a big drop because you got to account for the entire country and you don't want the shipping rates to load. I'm okay with that. But just on a regular day, I want to buy a pair of socks and you're charging me $20 in shipping? I hope you fail. <laughs> I hope you keep keep that. You can keep them socks. <laughs> all the chops doing the IG raffles, tag three friends. Nigga, nobody wins these. I, I Yo, just like, I always thought those were scams from the jump. Like, I was just like, you just trying to build up your IG profile. That's what it, that's what it is. Oh, you need to follow this account. You got to follow this account in order to get these shoes. But you got you know, we all know that shoe that they're raffling is a specific size. And that size is mostly nine times out of ten, not your size. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's always some bullshit. And I'm not going to sit up here in front like, oh, running a release is easy. But nigga, at least fake the funk. Drop a few online. Drop a few raffle wins so niggas can say, like, yo, I actually hit from this store. Like, I used to hit from No Trade all the time. Mm -hmm. And then they started fucking up. Like, with the Travis Olives, I believe, Mm -hmm. nobody won those. And they haven't done a raffle since. Oh, wow. But I cooked on all that other raffle, so I was happy to support them. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to support a store that doesn't even give me a chance to get the product that I want. But then also, they had pretty damn good customer service and fast shipping. Mm -hmm. But once you start doing, like, foul shit, nigga, I'm not, you're not getting my dollars. What what are, because I don't, do you, have you ever done lineups or are you, have you camped out? Like, what, what are, do you have any, like, lineup stories from out there? For the most part, I'm an online kid. Online phone order. I value my time too much and I'm lazy as shit. The only camp out I ever did was for the Zen Gray Yeezy one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, at Gente, they're announcing on face, like, not even Facebook, MySpace, that they got them. And I was the first in line. Me, my homeboy, and somebody from a sneaker form that I was on mm-hmm. camped out. And I was the first nigga in Baltimore, technically, to get them when they dropped at midnight. That was... Like fourteen hours, jeez, that's not yeah. bad actually. Because I, I think in New York, people were camping for like five, six days for those. Them niggas need jobs. <laughs> Yo, that's what I've been telling people too, bro. I'm like, how did you do this? I was working almost like almost six days a week. Like, how how are you getting the time off to be like, ah, right, I'm gonna pull up and I'm gonna stay here for like six, seven hours? Like, get get out of here. Nah, that's weird as fuck. Like anybody camping for that long need they ass beat. I never understood that, and it pisses me off when niggas be like, yo, we need to bring camping back. All camping did was an excuse for niggas to fight and bum rush the line at the end mm-hmm. or some other weird shit. Nah, camping, camping ain't wavy. I'm I'm part of the, I don't care. I'm not a fan of camping. Like, just make a release fair, put, like, give me a chance, and that's it. Like, I don't need to be like, all right, I'm going to have to call out sick. For three days in a row, stay outside. Like that, there's nothing fun about that. I never thought that was part like how you create community because everybody's so worried about getting their pair. Then like it's not even nobody's gonna be like, "Yo, man, you good?" Like the and it's wild because I've all I learned all the camping tricks from 
people that I had on the podcast. And it made me hate camping even more. So if you weren't connected, you was not getting a pair. Exactly. Like, I just think it's funny how niggas talk about camping and back in the day with first come, first serve. Like, it was really fair. Like, no, nigga, if you wasn't paying a fucking the manager, you probably wasn't cooking. You wasn't, like, niggas was charging. I remember, I think Yeezy's retail for two fifty. Mm-hmm. The shop, Shop Gente charged three fifty. They yeah. charged a hundred. Spot in DC, Major did a silent auction, so only the ball players and drug dealers could get them. I've saw some places charging five hundred. Camping was the dumbest shit. Like I've never had a connect. I've never had a plug. Mm-hmm. I had to. I got everything off the muscle. AKA, I'm lucky as shit. Mm-hmm. I I hate that shit. Like it pisses me off when people talk about that. Niggas only like camping because they had access. Like, grow the fuck up. I would even if I back in the day, I'd have told niggas to grow the fuck up. I'm 22. I'm trying to get some pussy. I'm not sitting out here for a bunch of men. That camping experience was the worst night of my life. Niggas pulling up from Manassas with jump man tattoos on their leg, talking <laughs> about all this shit. Like, nigga, I love shoes, but come the fuck on. You need to grow up. Like, you got a wife? She okay with this shit? Nah, um, I, I I can't fuck with that. Like the only thing, the only release I ever really liked was in store raffles where you had to buy stuff from the store right. to get tickets. Like on those, I used to eat because I I don't mind spending money. Mm-hmm. I got three pairs of the net the the net net Yeezys, the tan pair. Mm-hmm. So got my pair, got my boy Shaw's pair, and then I sold the pair to the nigga in the store because I'm like I'm not that greedy. In retrospect, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the pair you, you should have held on. You would have been you would have cleaned up with that one. Nah, I don't want them shits. <laughs> like, fuck that. I, I love money, but I love shoes more. Um, that's a lie. I like I like but, to hear that. I like to hear that. So, no, nah, we keep that in. I mean, I'm not cutting that in post. No, nah, I'm lying. <laughs> I love money more, but nigga, them neck joints. You, could, I pulled up the work and them shits. Like y'all niggas ain't getting no Yeezys. Couldn't be me. <laughs> you spent so, your weekend. Good. Nah, so like you talk about work, I, and now you're now you're an entrepreneur. I mean, we we can jump into in search of after, but like, what was your first job, and how many jobs? How many jobs have you had to where you were like, I right, man, I'm done with this. So funny enough, I'm lazy as shit, but I'm a workaholic. You keep saying you're lazy as shit a lot. No, I, I'm lazy. <laughs> I make things efficient as possible. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't going to tell you treat trade secrets, but. I run everything off this thing right here. Mm-hmm. Phone calls, text, emails. Just make the sale. I'm sending invoices, everything. Shout out Shopify for making life easier. So I've always had a side hustle along with a job. Like mm-hmm. my first job, I think was 10th or 11th grade. Mm-hmm. It was like some mortgage company, a refinancing mortgage company. And they were paying niggas, everybody at my school, $10. Mm-hmm. And I was in that bitch wilding because I used to do prank calls damn near professionally. So I'm just there fucking with people. And I got my first check and bought some fronts and I got fired for telling a woman I was Jesus the next day. (laughs) What? It's a long story, but... No, I want to hear that. Nah, you got to tell that. Nah, you can't just be like, I'm going to give you the cliff notes and then be like, I'll move on to the next thing. Nah, I need to hear that. All right. So they didn't monitor the phone lines at all. So niggas were just being there, boo loving, talking to that girl. Baby, I miss you. 
And once we realize that, if you got a crazy person, because we call everything manually, mm-hmm. you pass the number along. Mm-hmm. So I got a crazy lady. She cussed me the fuck out. She's growling and shit. And I'm like, nah, yo, you got to call her. So I'll pass the number to my best friend. He passed it along. We passed it around to like 10 people. It comes back to me. I'm like, all right, one more call. Then I'm going to stop. So she's like, who the fuck is this? Why the fuck do you keep calling me? I'm like, man, this is Jesus. Jesus, you're going to see Jesus. <laughs> Bang on her. Pass it to this fat girl that sat next to me from my, like, that was in class with me. Mm-hmm. She got caught because the managers could, like, walk by and could hear her screaming. Yeah. So protocol was like, I apologize, ma'am. Uh, we will not, we'll take your name off the list, blah, 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 blah. Instead of that, you know, she said, I don't know why she's upset. Hands this nigga the phone. This woman, like, 20 people didn't call me, cuss me the fuck out. So I'm like, what the fuck? Why would you tell him that? Nothing goes by. The manager's like, who did it? Who's Jesus? Nobody heard me say Jesus. So uh-huh. I ain't say nothing. My best friend's giggling the whole time. He's like, we're going to figure this out. Nothing happens for a week. Then after niggas get paid, I actually was sick the day we got paid. I came into the office the next day to get the check. He hands me and my boy the check, and he's like, you know y'all got fired. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I fired the entire, like, the entire section. Nobody would own up to being Jesus, so everybody's Jesus. Get out. You got fired on your day off, bro. Dog. <laughs> First job. First job. <laughs> I'm <laughs> dead. I'm dead. Now I had, like, I was there. Then I was a telemarketer. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, I got a job at McDonald's. Okay. Me and my best friend got hired. Mm-hmm. But they never called us, so technically I haven't been fired. So you still so, were you've been you've been an employee since then, is what you said. Technically, saying. so about fifteen years. <laughs> no longer than that. You should put that on your LinkedIn, bro. Just have it on your LinkedIn. Employee McDonald's employee for fifteen years. I might, like, nigga. My record is sterling. <laughs> what's the um, longest job you had? You go into an interview, be like, "What's the longest job you had, man? I've been working at McDonald's <laughs> for fifteen years, nigga." Ask about me. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. So, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was working for like some offshoot of Comcast collecting cable boxes. Mm-hmm. I went in like I they had us going to niggas' houses. I went in somebody's basement and quit right in there the same day. Uh, why? I, Wait, why? Because it's weird. Like I thought the lady was going to bring the cable box to me. She was like, "It's downstairs in the basement." I'm like, "Oh no." Nah. <laughs> Oh no! Nah, I know what the fuck this is about to be. I quit. You thought she was gonna she gonna take you out down there? Dog, I assume everybody wants like is a is a sexual deviant. So <laughs> like you're not about to Buffalo Bill me, nigga. I I became a track star. I ran downstairs, ripped that cable box out her wall, ran past her. Like nah, nigga. I don't trust anybody. It is it is Baltimore. I will say Baltimore is crazy. Nigga, yeah, it's Baltimore. And I'm, like, I'm out here by myself. Nobody knows that I'm at this woman's house. Nah. Um, I worked at the bank. Mm-hmm. Then I moved to Canada. I worked for a sunglasses company. Mm-hmm. Then I worked at the bank again. So I think about eight jobs. But whole time... Oh, wait. Um, no. I worked at the bank. Mm-hmm. Then I worked at Comcast. Mm-hmm. 
Then I had my own store in Miami. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What kind of store? What's that? Sunglasses store. That okay. Fucking nightmare. Was it? Um, I partnered with this crazy nigga. Because mm-hmm. first day he met me, he's like, I want to spend $10,000 with you. Only managed to get 3000 out of him that night. I'm educating him, teaching him the game, blah, 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 blah. You know, mm-hmm. the game is to be sold, not to be told. He's like, yo, I'm going to fly you down to Miami. I want to show you the store. I want you to work there. As soon as I come down there, he fucks everything up. I made about fifty thousand off of him. Mm-hmm. He lost two hundred, almost three hundred thousand because he didn't listen to me. Jesus. Nah, he was a fucking idiot. I blackballed him. So <laughs> yeah, he got cooked in the sunglasses industry. <laughs> then I came back home mm-hmm. and worked at the bank. And I mean, like pre-pandemic? No, shit. Before my son was born, I was making stupid money. Yeah. Like I would just go to work. And I was showing my manager, like, I just made a $3,000 sale. You think I'm going to do some fucking work today? No, nigga, I'm going home sick. Uh-huh. But what, I, you, what, what were you doing to, this was, this was in search of, or were like, this is something else, totally? So it's been in search of since 2013, but okay. I've always been hustling. Like, before I started my shop, I was selling glasses like any pair of glasses i just got bored of i would sell them there mm-hmm. so funny enough like before google did something weird if you googled certain glasses you would see me mm-hmm. because i accidentally made a flicker that became like the biggest catalog of vintage sunglasses publicly available mm-hmm. so people would reach out to me on flicker and buy my glasses that way then i got into the facebook communities so i was making big money just glasses like mm-hmm. The glasses community is crazy. Like these Bugattis, this platinum pair of Bugattis is going for damn near two thousand dollars. Like it's insane for, gla- for sunglasses. Was glasses in general is crazy. Yeah, Doug. Hey, Doug. It's it's what is it? This is platinum twenty four karat gold Carl Zeiss lenses. People go crazy for the look and the beauty of it is even with the retros, the retros they don't do it like the original. They don't get the same. You know, it's like. Niggas say, yo, playoff eights don't look the same. They they all ugly to me. But glasses, niggas, niggas want the original. They want the original stamp made in West Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's it's crazy money. Like, it's slow now, but especially when the celebrities were big in the vintage. At one point, Rick Ross was paying my rent. Jeez. Like, indirectly. Um... I mean, yeah. yeah, I've only heard, I heard through other people that you sell glasses to celebrities, but it's like, it's not like you're on the internet being like, yo, I sell glasses to, you know what I mean? Like, you're not, you're not like the Ben Baller of uh, sunglasses. No, it's so lame. Like, honestly, I prefer to sell to regular people because I can build a relationship with them. Like, I won't sell a pair of glasses to a person if I think it looks ugly on them mm-hmm. or if I think it won't fit them. So I'd rather build a relationship because a lot of people don't realize once you need glasses, you want to have that look. You feel confident. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy when like I sell somebody a pair of Dunhills for that everyday look and they're like, no, I feel incredible. I look incredible. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, it's a better quality than the bullshit you're going to get from Sunglasses Hut. Celebrity money is good money, but it's inconsistent. They're weird. Mm-hmm. Like I used to sell Safari. I ended up blocking his number because I'm like, this nigga's this nigga's a clown. I, I 
I can't get jiggy with this nigga. I don't want to talk to him. But Royce the Five Nine is a stand up nigga. I love him. Royce, Royce, I don't, man. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't like. Hey guys, this is a celebrity client. Nah, nigga, celebrities come and go. Yeah, I'm in it for the love of the game. Like I legitimately love glasses. Like my son is named Kazell after Kazell sunglasses. Like I really live this shit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it's it's an incredible field. Because I took like a five year break from sneakers mm-hmm. because I got a story for you after this. But I took a five year break and I really focused on glasses and their community there. I mean, of course, there's competition. Yeah. When you try and get a pair of glasses, a $2,000 pair of glasses for $150 from a nigga who has no idea what he has, right, everybody's right. fighting, jockeying for position. But it's what I try to bring to the sneaker game. We share information, you know, we have catalogs that are older than me and I'll share a page of a friend or if I can't afford something or I have no use for something, I'll send a friend a link to a friend or I'll introduce them to another person. Mm-hmm. So I always want to I want to bring back community. Yeah. It's yeah. open each other, helping each other, sharing links, not affiliate links. Like nah nigga, I found these in the size that you were looking for. Mm-hmm. Go in and scoop them before they sell out. But um I don't think I've told this story even on our show. I took a break from shoes. Mm-hmm. Not long after, like I said, I didn't care about the DMP pack when it first came out. Right. But a friend of mine from high school skipped school. Like, my entire class skipped to go get them ugly-ass shoes. Mm -hmm. And I remember she wore them once, and I never saw them again. And I called her, and I'm like, yo, do you still got those? I give you 150 for them. She's like, yeah, boom, boom, boom. And I put them shits up on ISS. Mm -hmm. Everybody's offering me bullshit. And... Three things happened that made me say, fuck shoes. First, a nigga offered me them. Was like, yo, I'm going to pay you in the morning. I'm going to send you a money order. You old enough to remember that shit. Oh, man. That's the cor- the corgi shoe style. So I'm waiting for the money order. I'm waiting for the track. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Where are you? Mm-hmm. Nigga doesn't respond. Next day, he writes me. He's like, oh, bro, I'm so sorry. I was walking to the post office and my knee exploded. <laughs> like, nigga, what? It's like, yeah, my knee, my knee blew up and I had to get surgery, but I'm out the hospital now. So nigga, your knee blew up and you got out the hospital in 24 hours? <laughs> Fuck my dick. Boom, block him. Go forward. And I used to explicitly tell niggas, like, I hate Jordans. Mm-hmm. Don't offer me Jordans. Mm-hmm. And niggas like, yo, I got infrared sixes. I do not want those. I got some ugly ass sevens. I don't want those. I got all the eights. Go to hell. I'm about to block this nigga. He's like, all right. I hear you. You don't want any Jordans. I don't have any Dunks or Air Forces. Would you take a Corgi? A Corgi. I'm like, nigga, a Corgi? Like a dog? (laughs) Yeah, nigga. You want a Corgi for those shoes? Block this nigga. Like, what the fuck am I going to do with a dog? (laughs) I thought this was going to be like, and this is how we got the family dog. (laughs) I'm not a dog person. So, like, that's insane to me. Like, you want to ship me a dog? Yeah, that's crazy. How would it would cost more to ship the dog or get the dog to you than it would be to actually just buy the shoe? Dog, niggas is weird. Niggas is weird. Like, I, I've gotten some stupid ass trades, but I think the final, final straw, mm-hmm. I don't sleep. Like, I just be up. Mm-hmm. And when I was younger, I really didn't sleep. So, for whatever reason, I was actually tired. And the nigga was like, yo, I'm going to PayPal you tonight. 
And when he said it, it was like one o'clock. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So I'm sitting there just waiting on AIM. Like, when I, I'm locked in, I'm really locked in on the sale. I'm waiting and I'm waiting. I look up, it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, where is this bitch? Where the fuck is my money? I'm emotionally attached to the money at this point. Yeah. So I like I am the nigga like, yo, where the fuck are you? He's like, oh, sorry, bro. My dad just came home at 3 a.m. He said he can't do it for 500, but he said he can do 420. Block. I just, I'm in my room screaming, just fucking screaming. Like, nigga, after that, I was like, you know, I, I need a break. I need a fucking break. Like, that and that's where you picked up glasses. No, actually, sorry, my my nose is fucking me up. Nah, you good. So funny enough, Lupe Fiasco indirectly got me into glasses. Interesting. So it was the video for I Got You. Uh huh. It's him and Pharrell. He had on this really ugly Mac Daddy hoodie, purple, pink, green. And Gente happened to get the like the opposite version of that hoodie. Mm-hmm. I buy it because like the chick I'm messing with at the time is like, buy it, nigga, buy it. That shit cute. I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to get some ass. Let me get this hoodie. So I get the hoodie. And after she hyped my head up, I never wore that shit again. So it's just in my closet. Like this shit is disgusting. Yeah. And I posted it for sale, and my man's JD, shout out JD. He was like, yo, I'll trade you a pair of Porsches for that. And I've always liked glasses, but I got a big fucking head. So most glasses, you know, early 2000s, glasses are small. And these Porsches, I'm like, oh, they look big as shit. Mm-hmm. But what really sold me is on the Porsches, uh, Porsche 5621, if you really want to look it up. No, I'm you not. Can, not. I'm just saying for any <laughs> listeners. You can flip them up, pop the lenses out, and change the lenses. Mm. So I'm like, oh, this is some next level shit. Yeah, for real. So I that's get that the Wayne Wayne stuff right there. Yeah, that's that's what everyone was like. And I got them and I put them on. And I remember I just like I was in first semester of college, promptly dropped out, but I did that shit on campus and the girls went crazy. And I'm like, nigga, this this my new look. And I again just right in my veins. After that. I think I've had almost a thousand pair of glasses just off of one pair. That's wild. Do you? So you treat? Because I was curious about this. Like you, do you treat glasses like sneakers? Like, are you collecting specific pairs? Do you have a grail? Like, are you like? Do you take what you've learned from sneaker culture and put it into glasses? I mean, you could basically say that. Yeah. So. I am a big collector of many different brands with Nike. I mean, with shoes is mainly Nike, some Adidas, occasionally a Reebok or so. But with glasses, I'm more of a historian than a collector. Mm-hmm. So I'll hunt down obscure brands, obscure colorways, special editions, but with certain brands like Cazelle. Mm-hmm. Like they're the king of glasses. Yeah. Like, like I said in the beginning with uh, Mars Blackman. He wore the Kazao 616 of incredibly famous frame. Mm-hmm. Like, so I have, like, I'm looking at them right now. I have about 30? No, more like 
20, 20 pairs of gazelles just lined up in my house. Mm-hmm. All original from West Germany, first edition. Uh, I have a bunch of Dunhill. I'm starting to get into Bugatti. I got out of that. I have a pretty big Cartier collection. So you really get into it with certain brands. There are some people who only collect certain brands, just like there are only certain people who collect Air Maxes and shit like that. Yeah. But I mean, it's like any culture. You find what you like, you latch onto it, you really dig into it. Mm-hmm. I I go above and beyond. Like even beyond me selling glasses, this is just who I am. Like if I'm not buying glasses for me, like my wife, I actually discovered she needed glasses. Put her in a pair of like some super rare Versace's that fit her face. Mm-hmm. My son needs glasses. I actually hunted for years before he was even born to find him baby Lacoste glasses from the 80s. Mm-hmm. So his shit is always fresh. Like, I, I really live this shit. Like, niggas love sneakers. I love glasses yeah. and sneakers. So I'm always mm-hmm. spending money. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, look, it's really dope that you 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 do involve your family in this too, because it's like, you know, that. I I mean, you you talk about how you grew up with your mom, and it was like begging for stuff, but now you're like, yo, this is what you you're so into like taste making, uh, and I think it like shows, especially when you put stuff on and you put you put your family on display on on, on socials, you know. You know, Cassie be looking fly as hell. I always, I always be like, "Yo, Cassie killing it." You know, when he posts those pictures. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm happy that Cassie picked up on like our sensibilities because, like, my wife wasn't always jigging, but she didn't grow up with like a fiscally irresponsible parent like I did. Mm-hmm. But once she got money, and I'm like, "Nigga, enjoy yourself." Like, she really be out here stunting. I don't post as much because she's like, "Look, somebody call me ugly as a rat." But <laughs> She really gets fresh. And this kid, like, he dresses himself. Mm-hmm. He tells me the shoes that he wants. Like, I really want him to bring him into his own. Like, of course, he's always going to have shoes. But I've always been about express yourself and find your style. Mm-hmm. Like, as I've gotten older, I've stopped calling people style trash. Excuse me. Even though I talk a lot of shit. I just feel like you need to express yourself. And I want to give him or anyone else the means to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want a fucking pair of glasses that looks like two pairs of dogs. I have those. I feel like I'm aware of them shits when I go to some sort of event where there are going to be dogs because that's how I feel that day. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like it's big on expressing yourself. That's that's the one thing I do love about the sneaker community and the glasses community. Mm-hmm. You see people latch onto something and it really expresses themselves. Like I'd be hyped to see kicks of the day. Yeah. Because even though y'all niggas be doing them weird ass toe points, I do love watching people. <laughs> like get excited about a pair of shoes and i'm like this shoe is fucking trash yeah this nigga loves this shoe yeah. <laughs> I, I love to see how happy he is or is uh what's his name cj cj scott cj scott do i follow uh, it's, it's a white dude that's really a skater uh-huh. i hate the sbs that he be picking up <laughs> But he posts those pictures where he's doing kick flips and he's like, nah, I fucking love this shoe. Yeah. And I'm engaged, like, nah, nigga, tell me more. I'm I'm not a skater, but that I like this. I like your energy. Mm-hmm. Like I I just I love seeing people being excited about the things they care about. Like, I'm not gonna tell you that, like, I'll tell you that shit is trash, but like keep going. Yeah. I wouldn't wear that shit, but I love that you love this shoe. No, oh, yeah. That that's what's I always say that's what's missing because it's all about, oh, 
I gotta like what everybody else like in order to get the likes. And I'm just like, nah. If you like it, that's that's gonna make you stand out more because you stand behind. It. You just gotta stand on business, isn't that what's this is supposed to be? Twenty twenty four is stand on business or something like that. I mean, you would hope so. Like, yeah. I just think it's funny that niggas always go to bat for dumb shit that's supposed to be popular. Like, I don't do top tens. I don't believe there should ever be a list of ten things because I start to struggle after five. Mm-hmm. But I'll put my my list of five things, and niggas will battle me for it. Like when Sock dropped his bracket, mm-hmm. I did my shit and the ambush up tempo was the shoe of the year. Yeah. And the nigga was like, that shit ain't valid. Nigga, my opinion. It's your opinion. What are you nigga. talking about? <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, nigga, if you look at my page, I do not in any subtle way say that this shoe is shoe of the year. I'm screaming. This is my shoe of the year. Mm-hmm. I love the ambush up tempo. This is a stupid fucking shoe that I love. Like, what was it? Last year, it was the NMD riot. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not going to go crazy for SB4. The, SB, the fucking 4 has been out since 1989, nigga. You just get new colorways. I'm not going to, like, I love the J Balbins. The J Balbins are not a Jordan, like, it's a Jordan 3. That's not shoe of the year. That shoe is older than me, nigga. No, we need some new shit. Like, yes, I know the up-tempo is an old shoe, but it's a new model with the up-tempo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is adjusted. It's not the it's not the same up-tempo that came out recently. Like, it's uh, or the 98s or whatever. But the, I mean, I'm with you on that, too. It's just, we, we're, I'm all in the, the Russ Bankston side of, like, we need to be pushing more, we need to be wearing more new shit. Because if it's like, if we're just continuously wearing retros and big enough retros, then we're only just going to keep getting retros. And they're just going to keep giving us retros over and over again. I mean, I'm okay with retros. Like, shit, I'm still grabbing shoes from 20 years ago. Nah, My- yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Like, it's cool, you know? Like, I'll cop, obviously, I'll cop retros. I'm just saying, like, we also be got to be like, yo, there's new stuff we should be wearing, too. Yeah, that's that's what I was about to get into. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need newer models, but stop making fucking Kobe's. Like, <laughs> you do hate Kobe's. <laughs> I mean, I hate Kobe's, but I know Kobe's aren't for me. Yeah. I don't want no fucking soccer shoe. But the Sabrina should not be Kobe's. The John Morant should not be Kobe's. The GT Cut should not be fucking Kobe's. We need something interesting. Like, I talk a lot of shit about Adidas, mm-hmm. but I love that Adidas will drop a new model and try to stand behind it. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in Sacconi, but I'm glad to see that the kids, the younger niggas are wearing Sacconis, that niggas are giving Asics a try, that, so that it's not a whole bunch of niggas standing around in the same shoe. Yeah, I like to see Like, you can never be truly individual unless you make the shoe yourself. Mm-hmm. But I just love the idea that Go out here, try something different. I saw the NMD riot, and I was like, no, 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 no. These are going on my feet. Mm-hmm. Now, should they be 225 or 250? Mm-hmm. Fuck no. Mm-hmm. But this shoe is magnifique. This I, is I, I've seen them on sale, and I've been hesitant to, put, to pull the trigger, but I do want that black pair. The black pair is fire. I like them. If you, if you wait long enough, you'll find them for 100 or less. Yeah. Like, it... The black pair is funny enough. That's the only pair I don't own. But there I think there was like a mint colorway, right? There was like a mint colorway too that came out or something like that. Not that I'm familiar with it. I'm gonna look because there's the white pair. It's like a green. Mint. It's like a green mint pair. I gotta look them up because like there's an olive pair. Yeah, the a- olive pair just like recently came out. It's 108 dollars right now. 
worth it. I got me and my wife pants. Them shits is comfy, mm-hmm. beautiful shirt. Like I don't wear boots, but that's my boot. It's a. It. I mean, I think it's a good model. I think, and I, yeah, like you said, it's comfy, and I and I do want to pull the trigger on a pair. Hopefully, I get them for like a hundred. This will be the year. Hopefully, that's all. Yeah, no, no, no. If you can't do that shit, they are worth it. But make sure the size down. They're cut big as shit. Yeah. All right. Good thing, because I would probably have gone regular size for me. Yeah. No, nah, I made that mistake with my first pair. But yeah, there I, is. It's called Ice Mint. It's a. It's a low. It's like it's a, a low. Yeah, it's an S one. Oh, you're talking about the regular S ones. The S ones are, yeah. The S ones are hard. I got my wife a bunch of the S ones. I, I like, I like, I like their whole NMD S one line. Mm-hmm. I think what Adidas was doing with that was great. They just priced themselves out and they didn't market it right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm waiting for the day Adidas calls me. Like <laughs> I can make Adidas pop. I can make an Adidas model that'll have niggas fighting in the streets. Well. Hopefully you get that call because, I mean, the way you guys are going is definitely either one of us is going to get a call. There's too many podcasts and sneaker podcasts now, and and we've got to get a call. One of us got to get a call eventually. I, I'm hoping so because I <laughs> – man, I'm going to be hyped as fuck. If somebody from the community gets that chance, I want to see niggas that's really out here doing it get that chance. Fuck all these celebrities that don't even dress themselves. I want to see niggas in the space – Getting their shoes. That's your chance to put up or shut up. Because, nigga, if I don't sell my shoes out, it's over. <laughs> you're just going to see. You're going to be in search of a job? Oh, no, nah, nigga. I, <laughs> I talk too much shit to not have a sellout. <laughs> it's true. It is true. It is true. All right, man. Yo, Davon, we're we going towards the end of the podcast. But I do want you to talk about uh loose laces pod and like you know why they started and and just like touch on that a little bit before i hit you with my last question all right so loose laces is all shards idea he came up with the name uh he came up with the format he was like nigga we talk too fucking much to not have these recorded mm-hmm. this nigga bought mics and everything was like come over we gonna record and like, I've been podcasting since, like, 08. Just horrible, horrible things, talking shit with people. And you put a mic in front of me, I'm going to talk. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool, bet. So he, it was all him. All credit goes to shot. And then we just did it. Like, no plan, nothing. We just came out here, guns blazing. Mm-hmm. Like, as quiet as Shard seems on the show, Shard is a big shit talker. <laughs> So he really be getting me going. Then he sits up there on the show trying to be playing all cool. But nah, that nigga's livin' in me. And it, it just goes. I'm amazed that we've had the success. The amount of people who listen and reach out to us is wild to me. Because I'm just like, it's two assholes sitting on the couch. Previously, two niggas, one mic. Unprofessional as shit. Somehow the audio quality yeah, that one mic setup was crazy, bro. I, I remember I tuned in the first episode. I was just like, "What mic?" Like, <laughs> shit is what. Like, with my old podcast, for whatever reason, I could get this shitty Mac. Like, it wasn't even a MacBook. This shitty little Windows computer I had. It would take two mics, and for whatever reason, I could not get it ag- to aggregate on my shit. And we were like, "We're not spending five hundred dollars on a mixer." Yeah, or whatever it was. So we're like, "Fuck it, y'all niggas not paying us." So. Two niggas, one mic, let's go. Um, but we've we've since upgraded. 
But it, it's just wow. Like I did, I've never expected the success. So for people to even like us, mm-hmm. like I, I honestly, I come into pieces and I expect to be hated. Because I remember when, like last year, when we had our shit with Kari, uh, niggas did not like us. No, they did yeah, not like right. us at all. And I was okay with that. Now niggas be like, hey, the fat one's here. He's going to say mean stuff to people. It's like, Yeah, those spaces be wild. I'll be in there and I don't even know why I get as much respect as I do in there. And I'll be like, my takes aren't that crazy, but like, you, Nigga, you, 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 you don't I'm sorry, I mean, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I was just saying, but you pull up and it's like, oh nah, why is he talking? Oh, okay, everybody shut up. Then we got then we got we got crazy people pulling up and being like, nah, y'all gotta listen to me now. <laughs> I mean, I find that a lot of people like people think I like coming into a room and being a loud, crazy one. It's like, no, nigga, I'm I'm naturally loud. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I don't like shit. And when I don't like shit, I have to say it like when that nigga Ian from private selection sitting up there being all fat and stupid, like, you're not going to sit here and play in my face. I do charity. Nigga, you are a sneaker capitalist. You're just like me. Yeah. I don't hide this shit. I'm here for your money. I want your money. I'm not going to sit up here. Hey, guys, you know, I do charity. I give away my son's clothes and I help people. No, nigga, I do that shit because it feels good. But ultimately, I got bills to pay. Right. I'm not going to sit up here and try to be charitable. Um... Just in general, like when the whole Zade shit was happening, I told a nigga to shut up. Because he's sitting up here sucking Zade off. Oh, boy, hun. Nigga, I don't want to hear that shit. You got 10,000 niggas over here who just got their claims denied by PayPal and American Express. We don't want to hear no fucking sob story about Zade being your best friend and get, curing your cancer. Nigga, shut the fuck up. I just think of myself like I've always been. I'm the nigga that's willing to ask the hard questions that people don't want to ask. Just like the same thing with that uh, Supreme sneakerhead shit. Yeah, bro. I mean, I was I look, I I was on. I posted on Twitter, but because I guess I don't have enough followers, it didn't take any traction. But I was like, when are we going to talk about Supreme sneakerhead being a scam? And I did that. I said that like a month ago, bro. <laughs> it's not that you don't have enough followers. Niggas just don't want to admit fault. Because I remember <laughs> I said that shit and I got ignored too. But I'm like, I know y'all niggas seen this. Yeah, this don't make no goddamn sense. Y'all sitting up here. Everybody's in second place. You don't think that's weird? Exactly. Oh, now it's like all different groups and stuff. Like, get out of here. Uh, I'm gonna save my spiciest takes for the sh- like for yeah, for loose yeah. laces, but it's yeah. just like I don't know. I- I'm glad that niggas see me as like the dark knight to come in and say shit. But it's like, nigga, I don't be saying nothing revolutionary. I'm just saying the things that niggas are too polite to say. Yeah, I guess because I'm an outsider, like. Fuck this nigga. Fuck this bullshit. We not, not sitting up here letting the nigga play in my face. Nigga, shut up. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's whack. And and a lot of people were asking for votes and stuff on my on my like timelines and stuff like that. So I did I did one vote and I noticed there was a scam from the jump, but I just didn't be like, yo, uh I didn't hit the person that I voted for and be like, yo, this don't look weird to you. And you pushing it this heavy? Like, you know what I mean? So I was just like, whatever. I just left it at that. You nice, because I saw that. I didn't see it until it was much later. I'm just like, what is this bullshit? <laughs> All right, yo. All right, Davon. We now at the end of the podcast, uh, I'm going to ask you one last question. That question involves you thinking about to the time where you were about to open that box of the unluckies when you were, you were 
little Davon at the time, right? And now you're you transported back behind yourself. What would you tell your younger self as they open that box? Don't listen to your fucking mother. Buy more shoes, nigga. <laughs> Buy them shoes and save them shoes, nigga. Oh, man. I tell my low ass, uh, dog the shoes that you dogged and save the shoes. Nigga, commit crimes. I could have gotten Tiffany's from Skate Park to Tampa for $60. I should have took my mother's credit card out the goddamn wallet. Nigga, commit those crimes in 20 years when you have a wife and a son. You can have a closet full of shoes to pay your bills. Lie, cheat, and steal. Like, nah, fuck that sentimental shit, nigga. Get Man, there's so much shit I tell myself. Them $600 for those Tokyo SBs on, uh, what was it, nap size? Go on credit card debt. It's worth it, slime. <laughs> it's, it's worth it, slime. We'll go on credit card debt. That's what you tell them. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Going to debt. So, smart debt. In a couple of years, it's going to pay off. Like, it's going to hurt right now, but but later, later you're going to be real good. You're going to be real, real good. That's that medicine, nigga. You're going to be good. <laughs> Trust me. Yo, Dave, I'll thank you for jumping on the podcast. And for everybody out there, you know what we say each week. Wear your kicks. Peace. Peace.